2: To the campaign after the campaign this is not another dnd podcast welcome back to Bohemia, everyone yeah. i'm your dungeon master brian murphy joined by jake herwitz hard one surefoot emily axford
3: moonshine sabin join the crickmas Light. Ten.
2: <laughs> oh. Okay. You stumbled uh, and saved it with a rhyme. D, That's rare.
1: D plus. And Caldwell Tanner. Beverly Togold the fifth. Uh, thanks for the memories and the memories. I mean, from Spectral Papa. That is. Yes. There you go. Okay. <laughs> nice. uh, you
2: know, uh, C minus. A little bit better than. That was mine. Yours, just straight up. I appreciate that you're just hard one show, cool Just a solid C Aww. every time. Dude.
3: I didn't know it was coming. Well, usually we were gonna do a general. One.
2: I know because this is not uh, for anybody who's been paying attention uh, when we do our announcements at the beginning of the show. This week is an end of the year kind of. I I won't even say Clip Show, because Clip Show is kind of derogatory. Like, that makes it sound like it's going to be a bad episode. This is all of us kind of getting to share our favorite moments Mm -hmm. from the year. And we're going to go back, and we're going to listen together. It's an all-rose episode. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. Uh, A bouquet of our favorite uh, plucked roses throughout the season, our favorite moments. So we're just going to kind of go around, um, and everybody's going to say a moment. We're going to play it. We're going to listen to it together. And then we're going to kind of talk about it, because... We've been doing this podcast for almost a year now. It feels like longer than that. Maybe this is the right time so to
3: announce it's over. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah we're, we're done. Yeah, <laughs> That was the other
2: thing. You guys jumped off a mountain, and we did a Christmas special, and uh-huh. that's it. That's mm-hmm. We're all dead, show. and yeah. your money
1: is ours. There
2: you go. Um, so why don't we start with um, one of our favorite moments? Does anybody want to go first?
1: Hmm.
0: Who I'll the- go first.
2: Emily, okay. go ahead. The scoop. The scoop. The scoop. The legendary scoop, of course, from episode 12. I will pull that right up with Tonathan Tinkle. Let's listen. So you guys are riding off into the night onto your horses. Uh, You've just blown up this lab. Uh, You've said your goodbyes to Stunkbug and Juan as Professor Duddle's secret lab explodes behind you. You guys exit the Esri bubble as the bubble knights are flocking to the fire. You make it to the outer rim. You see wild magic addicts kind of fighting with each other, people boarding up their windows. It's just a complete shit show. Uh, One thing that is very odd as you guys are riding out of town, you see one little gnome riding Riding a little steam engine Dune buggy looking extremely <laughs> determined. And he's a little bit slower than your horses. So you guys are just riding along him, uh, along next to him Does as he you have guys. Go. On like he's going I super scoop fast. him
4: up. You scoop him
2: <laughs> up. I scoop him Nathan, you suddenly, suddenly this elf this elf riding by uh, on a horse grabs you. Oh my seatbelt.
3: <laughs> I grab him like a like Liv Tyler in a... Uh, and
4: uh one of the rings. rings? <laughs> <laughs> oh cool.
3: my
1: little Frodo. Wait, what happens to his is <laughs> dune buggy? He's
2: still He do you have a seatbelt on Nathan? Uh
5: it, I think it you know the it it pops uh, it <laughs> pops off. Do you just go willingly just like dead
2: weight <laughs> yourself and just go?
5: I you know I I don't get out of the city very much. I uh, I, I wasn't necessarily prepared for this, but uh, I'm trying to go with the flow. So uh yeah, I you know, it's uh <laughs> It's a family car. It's a family vehicle. And uh, I guess uh, Any, I hope we have it insured. Yep. Where I
3: come from, scooping is an act
2: of love. Moonshine. We don't hug, we scoop. It's akin to hug. Moonshine <laughs> scoops up this random gnome <laughs> and Whoa! he leaves behind his dune buggy. I'll grab
1: his dune buggy.
4: <laughs> you
2: can't grab his dune buggy? i
4: got I'm, a scoom- he scoops scoops it. I'm huge.
1: He could You're, probably. It's a gnome dune buggy. It's a gnome dune buggy, but it's pretty Pawpaw, big.
3: I sent Papa to hell part one. No, you
2: guys, guys. <laughs> this is insane. You cannot carry the
5: dude buggy. I have been scooped. Oh, can I tie it to my horse so it's going behind me? No.
4: (laughs) Either. Either.
3: Either. I'm gonna slow down. I'm gonna slow down my horse. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> throw a uh, throw a rope to Hardwad. Hardwad can jump
2: onto the dune buggy. <laughs> cool. Can I ride in the dune buggy? You can't. It's for gnomes. But it so is I still get too up? big for you to carry. How about can Like ride a skateboard. In? <laughs> Beverly can ride in the dune buggy. Right, Beverly Johnson. You guys yeah, even, haven't even said hello to this gnome or anything. We're yeah, we just are
4: getting. getting there. Like, I'm gonna this... put. I'm
5: gonna pit Bev up. Put him in the dune buggy. Wait. And so I'm gonna
4: you, grab okay. his
2: horse. All right. So you guys stop. You guys stop your horses. None of this is stopping. When, none of this is stopping while we're stopped. This is right. fascinating. Rolling curious. insane acrobatics check. Go ahead. <laughs>
5: okay, it's just going to What did my, you roll? I did write an uh, that's a 19. Okay, <laughs> Jesus Christ!
2: What would you? Okay, so you guys are <laughs> riding past this dune buggy. Yeah. Wordless, by the way. <laughs> it no one long. has said I anything. Like Moonshine just picks up the gnome, puts it on the back of her horse. He's lightly <laughs> protesting.
5: Yeah, I'm, I'm I like, feel uh, like uh, you, uh, excuse, excuse, me. Hi, ex- hello. Hi. Uh, and hard is, one.
2: What are you doing? <laughs> this dune buggy is getting left behind. No, this is super easy. Like
5: <laughs> we've taken a long time to get here, so it feels like it's really clunky. But this is exactly what happened. There's uh-huh. like town blown up behind us. Epic heroes. Yeah. We see a cute little guy in a dune buggy. Moonshine, obviously, <laughs> is going to pick him up. She, the dude looks I like a human him. Jonah.
4: So <laughs> she grabs
5: him. I know what's happening. Yeah. Moonshine's got the, got the gnome with her now. So I grab Beverly. Easy. Just... Pick him up by the nape of the neck, place him in the dune buggy. He's <laughs> like riding the dune buggy mother. now, and then I take the rope from his horse, so
1: I'm leading Beverly's horse while riding on my horse. Um, Beverly does not know how to drive. It's
4: pretty
2: intuitive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what's uh, going on?
1: Oh uh, God. Roll a
2: raw intelligence check, Beverly, <laughs> as Come you on. as you are tossed into this, I'm like trying to shout instructions. Just like ten and two. Keep your hands at ten and two,
5: and.
4: Oh, I got a nat, nat 20. twenty. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Oh, oh my god! My
1: I fucking knew it. I whenever the stakes are low enough, <laughs> he rolls a <laughs> fucking like, twenty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Beverly, Beverly buckles the fuck up, <laughs> shifts this thing into high gear, and just peels out right in front of y'all. <laughs> that, oh, I forgot about the twenty at the end. <laughs> I,
3: here's, here's one of the things because we we just re-listened to it together. And I I made a point to not re-listen to my favorite moments before we listened to this, and one of the and it reminded me listening now. Uh, that the thing that really tickles me the most is when Jake gets in there like Murph is like what are you guys doing you're crazy I you try to, to stop well. the scoop I know but it's <laughs> so funny every that, corner. that Jake gets in there and he's like sees that Murph is trying to stop and he's like no 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 I just gotta make this sound really logical so that Murph thinks we're not doing hijinks
5: <laughs> L- listen man no I know it sounds insane yeah
3: at
2: one point I said it's sort of like okay, so your you drunk
5: know. friends are trying to get into a club yeah. and you're like pretty drunk too I'm
2: like, <laughs> Like, I'm the, the bouncer. angry bouncer. I'm not letting any of your friends in
1: <laughs> What if, all right, one of my friends goes in, but the other one comes out, <laughs> which is what we did. You just replaced Jonathan with me. That's true. But
3: um, I, also, I also remembered while re-listening to this, because I know that I didn't know that it was supposed to be, when I scooped that's it, the in, that's I didn't the most know, insane know that it was Jonathan.
2: That's the most insane thing about it, is that you were just scooping an NPC out of his car.
3: <laughs> well, but re-listening to it, I was like, why did I do that? That's me. Because the
2: description is so cute, because he's determined.
3: That's exactly what I wrote. I wrote down it was looking extremely determined. And like that just makes me be like, he needs help.
5: (laughs) And one of the other details that really got me, that preceded extremely determined, was that he was in this car that was a little slower than our horses. Just a little
3: slower.
5: (laughs) In a car that's going so slow.
3: And it's like, we have a slight edge on speed, and he's looking extremely determined. Like,
1: we right. got you. All right,
3: little dude, we got you. We're the band of boobs, and we got you. I
1: remember that moment because I was like, all right, Nathan's here. We got to be efficient with our storytelling. How are we going to get him to be a part of our party? Oh, she's scooping him. Okay. All right. We're good. We're in. We're in it. Instantly off the rails. Instantly
2: gave me so much anxiety. I was like, they're Honestly, never going to introduce-
3: Honestly, with that Nat 20, we were on the rails. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> The dune buggy was on the rails. You guys were not on the rails. <laughs> but I remember I kept, you hear me keep saying it in that clip, like, wordless, by the way, no one introducing themselves. No one saying anything. Because in the back of my head, I'm like, we're 10 minutes in, and no one knows Nathan's name. No one knows his quest. No one knows anything. I...
3: But In hindsight, that's just really funny. It's, it's super almost funny. like you calling out how ridiculous the situation yeah. is.
1: I do love, like, the guest episodes because you get those moments where Five people are talking at once and it is just insanity, but like everyone's just reacting to the stupidest thing and it's very good.
2: Yeah, you guys are like kids when you have your friends over and you're rude (laughs) to to your parents to impress them. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Oh, I can't believe Murph (laughs) let us get T C B Y with our (laughs) friends. Look what Uh my dad lets me do. (laughs) 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 We all got parfaits. But that was the first
2: ever scoop. And scooping has become such a part of the podcast.
1: Yeah. Uh Yeah.
4: The scoop troops.
1: I wrote down Spudgy. that Nathan's Spudges. laugh Spudges. is just so pure. Yeah. And it tickles me and delights me every time I hear it. Yeah, it's true. Nathan was such a great guest. Yeah, it's Jonathan a, Tinkle. Yeah. Jonathan
2: <laughs> Tinkle. We love him. Uh, speaking of very cute little guys, uh, I'd like to say one of my favorite moments, which is uh, Balnor's kiss with moonshine. Aww, Ooh. Uh, gross.
5: So why don't we- Nobody can say this podcast doesn't have heart. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: romance.
2: to
5: romance.
3: Or heart-ons. <laughs>
2: nice. Heart-ons. Yum. This is an incubus and a succubus, and you see like <laughs> demon fucking fangs. They're doing like that dementor trying yeah. to like give you like a life stealing kiss. <sighs> okay, uh, I... Balnor is trying to no, no, no. is going to kiss the girl. <laughs> I'm straight
3: up. I'm pretending like I'm super charmed, and then I'm like, Balnor, baby, come for me first. <laughs> and uh... I kiss Balnor. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: will his wife think?
3: Um, and then as soon as he kisses me, I fake an orgasm. <laughs> and, then, and then I'm like, oh, oh, my Lord, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. Valnor, come with me. And, and I go to rush out. <laughs>
2: You go to leave?
3: Yeah, me and Balnor go to leave. Okay,
2: so you guys are going to go run out? Okay, they are going to take uh, swings at you as okay. you guys run. <laughs> Emily turned so red listening oh to that. The faking an orgasm is so unnecessary and hilarious. Hey, everybody at home, who is your hashtag New Year's
5: kiss? <laughs>
3: Well, I I mean, it was the reason I faked the orgasm because I needed a reason to leave without it being obvious that I knew what they were.
1: Right. But, But like, I've
3: lived with those consequences ever since.
1: Such a weird thing for you to be like, Oops, I orgasmed. Guess I'm done. I mean, re-listening to it, too, I didn't realize that you said, oh, Balnor, baby. Yeah, <laughs> you leaned in. Oh, man. What a- I love Murph's broken laugh that he does when he's just out of control of a situation but loving every minute of it. I also think just narratively that was
5: really satisfying because we saw exactly what was supposed to happen if you had actually failed the throw.
4: I know. And like, just like
2: back, to, right back to back. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been trouble if you had failed that, and you guys would have been alone up there yeah. for a saw, while. We like, saw each angle
5: of
1: choose your own adventure, yeah. which is nice. Man, oh, man.
2: <laughs> I also, I, I really like, as you're climbing up there, you do a perception check on them, and you're metagaming a little bit. And you're like, I know they're lying. I know they're lying. What made you want to go up with them in the first place?
3: Well, okay, we had just been through this whole saga with, with Melora, I mean with sorry with uh Maribel and I was feeling like I really needed to blow off steam yeah. after that. Good. And so it was like here's these like two hot people and I was like I really want to I just want to like behave recklessly. I've been so composed for my people.
5: We were on vacation. <laughs> yeah. We're on
3: vacation.
5: And we didn't have a real vacation. I just feel like let we all got to do a battle and we all almost did.
1: Murph, just let her but fuck, like, okay? That's, let uh, me what, fuck. I think what
5: I was hoping for was just that like, <laughs> she, she like, would have just gotten to roll to like how good was the sex. Yeah. And then you come back down and we're all, like then we are, you know, that's it. It's honestly,
3: it. for the better because what was the other option? I fu- like even if they if they weren't an incubus, incubus and a succubus, you would have to have fucked, fucked Balnor. Balnor. <laughs> and it just show, it goes to show how I am as a and player, which is like I always want people around me. Like some people probably like this whole like individual like this is my character story. No, no, no. I keep my people around me. I'm part of the party. Yeah. We are a group. And all of a sudden, it was like. Okay, you wanna go fuck? And I was like, well, I need someone from my party.
1: I'm just very proud of you for not cucking Balnor. You could have cucked Balnor and you didn't. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. Balnor the cuckold.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, with, is there a situation where you would have like rolled and they would have just been a normal couple? No, they were always
2: bait mm. to yeah. try to kill you. You guys are probably never gonna get a Vacation episode. Like sure, we're never gonna get laid.
1: Well, I think like no, we've got the. I kissed. I made out. Yeah, you I made, made out. out. I hooked up yeah. on this on the
5: on the campaign. Who's got? We've all hooked up. Gotten, Wait, who's gotten the furthest? <laughs> Moonshine's I well. Moonshine's Moonshine's made up out with, with a lot of people. Have I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've made out with. Wait, I mean, definitely. You you've, kiss everyone. You kill just about. Yeah, you've killed a lot of people that
3: you've made
1: out with. But I don't know if any of us. One of the
3: benefits of your of your kiss being your weapon is you get fucking action.
1: But I don't think any of us have gotten to second base. That's true. I felt up uh, Riva.
3: I feel <laughs> I feel myself up a lot.
1: Oh, that's, that's true. true. <laughs> yeah,
3: that,
2: there's been a lot of like mutual masturbation oh. in the one big bed. <clears throat>
1: Disgusting.
3: Everyone just quiet. The lights go out and everyone's just quiet. Like E-e-e-e-e-e.
1: we respect each other. It's the ultimate sign of respect. Uh, Jake,
2: you want to do your first one?
5: Uh, yeah, my first one is a. Um, it's from episode Trey. Okay. Very early Ooh. on, it is the infamous bullywug mating call. Yeah. I don't know if you guys. Remember I haven't this, really
0: listened to him. The reason why forever. I chose it is
5: very specific. and You guys can listen.
0: So what if we made some noise out here to try and lure him?
2: Nice. In yeah,
0: and then we can kind of ambush him. You got your-
4: Hello, come
2: <laughs> wait, did you I really don't, do, I that? Don't okay.
0: do that? Actually, right. <laughs> oh, oh, wait a second, uh, Beverly, yeah. you know so much about these bullywogs. Why don't you make a bullywog mating call if Ooh. he's in heat?
1: Nice. Get yeah. Him to come do you back. have your animal mating call patch? I have. Uh, I, I have dissected a bullywog, and uh, we we had so some lectures. it was lectures. dead. So it was not making any noise. It was not making but any I'm noise. Sure. It's true. But um, I, I have some. Some of my my dad's friends like to go bullywog hunting, and uh, one of them gave me a bullywog call. Uh Ooh. You know, for one of my birthdays. So Great. I've got some experience with it. Let's go.
2: You do not have a bullywug call. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll stand for the nonsense in the crick. Right. I'll stand for okay. the green teen mm. traditions. Oh, I so what I do is I check my pockets. Ah, dang
2: it, I left it at it home. Is, it's going de- make... to be a deception check. Okay. So whoever has the best deception... Plus two? Mm-hmm. just check it out. What do you guys think? You guys can also kind of You guys uh, can also ooh. You guys can also help each other.
0: I can't believe a I'm paladin. Well, okay, well, again, so we I'm got a... Bullywogs down by the creek. So if you do a mating call, yeah. I do a mating call <laughs>
3: between the two of us, one of us is going to get it
0: right. Yeah, Cuz that's
1: <laughs> two two girls for every guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're we're bull- going to do a mating call. <laughs> uh-huh.
3: To lure him out. <gasps>
1: Okay. <laughs> Wait, no, I'm doing it. I have six in deception. Okay. The rest of the episode is uh Beverly getting fucked by a bully one. All right. Yeah, no, I think it's, it's, it's just, gonna like it's
3: just hard one and moonshine in the bushes giving him a thumbs up. <laughs> okay You're doing
2: great, buddy. <laughs> all right, I, I EC twenty deception check. <laughs> Wait,
4: really? I'm
2: not I'm not joking. He's a fucking Frog man, right. he's not gonna think a little boy making a frog sound is oh another frog that wants to fuck him. You're gonna need to do a goddamn good job to trick him.
3: Uh, okay. So, okay. So wait, wait. Let's talk about this because you're likely gonna <laughs> fail. Yep. Um. If 50/50. you fail, at least the noise will probably get... He probably yeah, I won't think
1: what I'm going to do is I'm going to, like... Right. But if, could not we if, also just, like, break a bunch of twigs?
3: <laughs> no, no, no. I think, this is, I think this is a good option. No, no, no,
1: no. Jake... Do we need
5: to make the bully walk horny? Okay. Jake, I'm going to be... Can I just fucking
1: clap my hands? I am going to be true to my character, and Beverly definitely likes to do things the hard, complicated way... Uh, because Beverly's a little petty and right, likes to chew. Well, the hard one
5: is at least trying to talk you out uh-huh. of it as you do no, the no, bully no, no, no. Well, I got <laughs> this.
0: One last thing. Yeah. I think we should also build a little trap.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
3: So is
0: there? How a tree? are you?
2: You got to take some time to build a trap, and you're gonna need to roll stealth rolls to see if you make noises.
3: Okay. <laughs> okay, in that case, maybe we'll, How about just, this? we'll just hide, and we'll ambush him when yeah. he comes. Yeah, I think and if y'all... the point is just to get him to come over so we can ambush exactly. him.
1: Exactly. All right. All right. Okay. But I think that you are telling me that you believe in my ability to do Bullywood Calls. <laughs> great. Yeah. All right. And I'm telling you not to do it. I yeah. think
3: this is a great idea. I, <laughs> just,
1: just as hard one as Jake, go for it, Yeah. <laughs> I give y'all both thumbs up, and then I, like, contort my fingers into a weird flesh ocarina, and... <laughs> Prepare to bellow out this bully woke call. (laughs) All
4: right, wait,
2: wait, wait. All right, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you, you can roll advantage on this, but you still need to beat a DC 20. (laughs) All right, cool. Because I love the term flesh (laughs) ocarina. It looks
1: so uncomfortable. I'm like pulling out (laughs) my, this is like a fucking jutsu. (laughs) Oh
3: my God. And remember,
1: it doesn't have to be super loud. (laughs)
3: Uh Uh-huh.
1: Well, I mean, for it to be accurate, it would be, but I understand. What did you roll? You <laughs>
2: <laughs> rolled the one. I gave you advantage. Right. I gave you advantage. No roll again. Well, the uh, thank next one's oh my god. going would be
1: like fucking 20. Okay. <laughs> ah. That's a six. <laughs> okay. And what did you get? Or so
2: right, what do you total have total 12. for deception?
1: Um, oh, plus six. Yeah,
2: 12. Okay. You see the dude looks up, bangs the gong.
4: Okay, oh, you hear you hear
2: the sound of the hammer against the metal, loud gong. I should have known that the gong was a warning.
4: Yeah. Okay. Should I we scurry up and? Wow. The,
2: you technically should have gotten a reroll that I one. I know. And get advantage. The fun- bullywug, oh. the bullywug mating call could have worked. Wow, could have gone a different way. Yeah. The reason I chose. The whole that thing's, that one, thing's
1: a farce. I yeah. didn't remember that it was Moonshine's,
2: Moonshine's idea.
4: idea. <laughs>
1: Another fun fact, uh, I was calculating my deception totally wrong back then. It's actually just plus four. Mm. Um, I was, like, adding a weird proficiency to it where I shouldn't have been. So That's... I should have failed it even worse. So it all sort of evens out. You didn't get to reroll the one, but yeah. you were also adding a plus six. Exactly.
4: Yeah.
5: Let's yeah. roll for it now. Oh, oh good idea. Ooh. Let's right. just see how it would have... If you had re- gotten to reroll
1: the one, this and, is what it yeah, would and have been. We said been, DC 20. And out of four.
3: Yeah. Oh, my God. Give me
1: another 20. Ugh. <sighs> 16. Out <laughs> of oh, <laughs> okay.
2: four. All right. Wait, a, did you- I you added it? the four, yeah. You oh. added the four It's 12 All plus right. four. Yeah. You guys still that get would caught. Poetic. You right. guys still get caught by Thanks the gods. Thanks
1: God. <laughs> the future refuses to change. It was not a good idea. Right.
4: I
3: stand by it being a good I, idea. I, I Although, love, I started to think about it while we were listening to it. I started to think about it like logically. Like, if I were walking down the street and an animal tried to make a human mating call at me, it <laughs> well, was just like, <laughs> woah. Wow. Oh! I'd probably
1: be
2: like, "Are you in danger? Is, it, <laughs> is everything okay?" Scooby Doo hitting on you?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I love hard one like, basically second hour into playing D anD D ever. <laughs> Is being like, can't we just break some sticks?
4: Yeah, that's the But that, all lame. Goes,
2: that goes to show how little I knew about DD, that you always do the stupid thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. You were like a young kid hanging out with a bunch of big kids that were doing dumb shit. You were <laughs> right. like, hey, guys, maybe we don't throw the rocks into the window, huh? <laughs> yeah. Why don't we go home and play video games? My mom will make chocolate milk. <laughs> like lighting a fire. The experienced players <laughs> are like, no, we gotta get this bullywug horny.
1: <laughs> Trust us, this is how it's done. <laughs> And they were right. And they were right. I but also forgot about... to this day,
3: whenever we have a stupid idea, yes, it mostly fails. But when it fucking succeeds, that feels better.
5: Case in point, the exact thing that we listened to
1: before this with the scoop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: That fucking 20 with Beverly commandeering the car, that felt fucking better. Here's the thing.
1: One of these days, I'm going to figure out a way to roll one of those 20s at a point that actually matters, (laughs) and then it's fucking over for Akarat. Yeah, didn't you crit on finding Werther's one time?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yup.
2: Triton, I, believe, bud. I believe you crit on fi- you crit on finding Werther's and then failed the perception check to see cannons coming at your house, <laughs> uh-huh, and your uh-huh. mom and your boyfriend almost died. <laughs> your mom and your boyfriend and his grandma almost died. <laughs> That's oh Bev, baby. God. Yeah. Bullywug mating call is when scoops go wrong. Mm. Yeah. The scoop is when scoops go right. Yeah, the bulldog yeah. made calls when scoops go. When wrong. you
3: don't swoosh the scoop, it's a d- That's sort
2: of. That was I realized that you gave
5: him advantage on it too. I that's know. I, I gave him pretty. Listening, I was like surprised. A
2: pretty fair chance.
5: Yeah. yeah.
3: Although part of me wishes narratively that it had just landed on the one. You yeah
4: know? yeah like yeah. the bully
1: walk, I, I it actually was what we didn't
3: remember the advantage and I always remembered it just being like a one he got like an automatic yeah failure. if the
1: bullywog had emerged from the thicket and been like I've never been horny
3: yeah <laughs> I am an ascetic bullywog
1: <laughs> took a vow of celibacy <laughs> <laughs> then you should be hornier than all of us.
3: <laughs> I mean my logic was you're like just a bullywog guard. You're fucking bored. Trying to get
1: the rocks off, you know. Like,
3: yeah, like who wouldn't be distracted? Mm-hmm. I
2: don't <laughs> I don't think they necessarily don't have sex. I think they're just not tricked. He they're was not. at well, he was at work. Yeah. <laughs> right. He, he was oh. at work.
1: Oh, and you've never been horny he at was, work. Well, <laughs> sometimes i the horniest at work.
3: I feel like when you watch movies though, security guards are always like watching porn in the background. <laughs> yeah.
1: Mm, yeah. So I was like,
3: oh, this is a bully walk security guard.
1: And we did establish that he was in heat, but I don't know if Merck was on board with that. <laughs> also, every <laughs> enemy we've encountered since then has been horny as fuck. <laughs> They're all horny and they all have big dicks.
3: Uh, and they all want to get their dicks sucked. <laughs> uh,
1: everyone
2: is hot. Everyone is horny. Welcome to NAD Pod. Uh Caldo, you want to do uh,
1: one of your favorite moments? Ooh, yeah, uh, I'm going to do uh, a bit from episode 11 Sweet. to start us off. Let's cut to it. That is during the Esri Chronicles with yeah. Adam Conover. Do you want me to set up this clip, Jay? Yeah. Uh, this is from near the end when Duddle is kind of revealing his master plan. Uh, this is just some beautiful acting between uh, Murph and Adam. And I really, I think it was like one of the moments early on where like the show solidified for me a little bit. Where it was just like you can be very stupid, but also like very impactful and emotional at the same time, and it's like the sort of thing that I strive to when I play. Ooh, can't wait to listen. Yeah,
2: give it up, stunk bug. Okay, we'll erase your memory. And everything can go back to normal. Professor Duddle is doing great work here. These Eldritch Knights are designed to follow our orders, even if it kills them. Just imagine how easy it will be to clean up the city with them leading the city watch.
0: When you say the city, you mean the
2: arcane bubble, and you don't mean... No, I mean, we plan to send these people into
1: the outer rim and clean it up. I don't know if I like your definition of
6: cleaning up, and I like things clean. So I say, is that what I am? I'm just a tool like them. You messed around with my head. And uh, you see Duddle pipes up. Oh, yes,
2: whatever. Look, you were some orc. You, uh, okay, I didn't lie to you about having a brother. You've got a brother, okay? He didn't die from We He's alive? Oh, no, no, he died because we tested on him.
4: Oh. I'm so
2: sorry, yes. So you
6: killed my brother. I did kill your brother, yes. I,
3: my fiddle music gets really sad at this part. Oh.
6: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yes, I... look,
2: look, okay, you are, uh, you know, before you were just some orc mercenary. We took you and your brother in and we made you great. And now you can help contribute to society. Isn't that... Wonderful! You're part of my brilliant work, Stunkbug.
0: Y'all, this is a didn't you think it? Didn't no. you think
2: it's strange no, my, that all your I memories ran. are of you eating shit? That doesn't even make sense, Stunkbug. Orcs don't eat shit. They eat meat. They eat
6: things that people eat. How did Man, you not know your all memory my, was positive? All my, memories, all my memories of eating literal shit were not true. He knows what it tastes like. I've tasted shit. I have distinct memories. Yes, I put
4: it in there shit. as a kind
6: of a goof. That's I thought so it was funny. That's fucked up, man. That is fucked up.
2: Look, I needed you to have a reason to want to hunt down Skullis. Scullis took my work, and he tried to pass it off as uh, as his own. He's what? taking my brilliant you, discovery. You created arcane. the arcane? Of course I created arcane. I created all of these Eldritch Knights. This is all my work. I, I helped save the world. I helped save the realm, okay? Think of the great things we can do. Without worrying about morality, without even worrying about mortality, we can use dead soldiers. You said, think of the great things we can do
6: without worrying about morality, <laughs> wizard. <laughs> you no, know, you know what, professor? I don't, I may not remember what my former life with my brother was like, because I thought I was living it eating shit all day long. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought it was. But you know what? Whatever it was is probably a hell of a lot better. Than eating the shit that I'm eating now in the Ooh. form of your lies. Because turns out the real shit I was eating was the memories <laughs> you were putting into my brain. So I've had enough of eating the fake shit from my memories and the real shit that is the memories that you implanted in me. And now I wanna shit instead on you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Captain Oswald, would you just kill them? Thirty <laughs> times? No, I rush. I, I rush.
4: Professor Duddle. As you rush,
2: Professor Duddle. As you you rush towards Professor Duddle, he's like thirty feet away. Uh, Captain Oswald, let's loose her bow, and an
4: arrow starts to shoot. Oh my god! <laughs> uh,
1: that brilliant. Damn, that great, great, great speech from Adam Conover. Yeah, was really funny. beautiful off the cuff. But it was like so fun hearing you twist this thing that he had said like every episode. It was like right, such and a nice you used little to eat shit. Yeah,
5: to <laughs> just be like you didn't. No, know. <laughs> you use that to build your character.
3: <laughs> it's so funny. I also I had been when I was like thinking of favorite moments. I went back to the Blue Manna Inn where we first <gasps> met Stunkbug, and yeah. I Blue listened God. to it. And it is definitely up there, but I don't think it's gonna make my my top two. But I was just enjoying like like. Adam's uh, description of stunk bug like, is so funny and like the way he does it, he's just like, I like jazz, I like opera, I used to be an orc, I'm probably the smartest orc you know, I only eat tapas, it's been forever <laughs> since I've had a full meal. <laughs> hey. uh, the orc Frazier is amazing. Yeah, and also, Fraser. that was before I had even seen Frasier and that, so then that's I, right. I also—that's the biggest
5: thing that this did was set you off on your Fraser it journey. It set
3: me off on my Fraser journey, and it was really funny because I was re-listening to that episode that we just listened to, and there's a moment where uh, where you go after um the the woman that Stunkbug kind of had a thing with, and you're like, oh, sorry. Sorry, Stunkbug. I know you had a, like, I didn't mean to go after your girlfriend. And he's like, uh, we never dated. It was just sort of an office workplace romance or something like that, which is kind of like what Frasier and Roz have on wow. Fraser. Wow. And I don't know if that was intentional or not, but I was like, holy shit. That's- What's that? On purpose? Let's
1: pretend it was. <laughs> You're for Adam. a fucking
4: genius. Man,
1: yeah, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> Using one of the classic literary figures, Frasier, as inspiration <laughs> for your D and D character. Although
3: also, this does make Gunkbog Bog uh, Niles. Niles. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Which is makes
5: sense because Gunkbog is the best character.
4: Yeah.
5: <laughs> uh, I remember this episode was so funny just because like. Uh, this was when we all attacked Duddle and like killed him before any. Before you get to do
2: cool shit. Yeah, yeah, you even
3: talk about it. You're like, that's one of those moments where your asshole puckers as a D- as a DM because you're like, you killed my main bad guy before he got to have his like final speech.
2: <laughs> yeah, he luckily got to have his speech, but he didn't get to. He had a cool gun that he never got to use. Um, he barely was
1: able to lower Gunkbog. If you want to see what that gun yeah. does, this something also did to Gunkbog too, like. make him fall?
2: Yeah, you... If I had remembered that, I might have uh, got the time code and put it as one of my favorite moments. You misty step up uh, onto the test tube that Gunkbog is lowering, and then you shatter him. And he just, like, fails his dexterity saving throw (laughs) and just falls onto the ground. This
3: is also the end of this episode. I actually uh, looked... The reason I listened to this was to listen for when we're running away from... uh, After we've, like basically created this massive crime scene in a town where we have no alliances and we're like, this is all going to get pinned on us. We need to peace out. Oh, yeah. So right. we light it on fire and as we're running away, you have to do a wild magic surge because you've been using arcane. That's right. And then you addicted. like make... Me and Papa fly, <laughs> and it's just the most cinematic thing of us running away, two of us flying from this like exploding building. It's
1: cinematic, but then like there's just a possum kind of like motion tweening across. <laughs> the this screen. is the pilot of our of our TV show.
5: Yeah, um, I also there was I think one of like the a really really touching moment when. Stunkbug kills Gunkbug. Yeah, and you do, and And you you do that like flashback, Mm. and like it's them play fighting in the woods, and you're like, no, brother, like this, and that's that's like the strike that he uses to kill him.
1: Yeah, that gave me the chills on the when we did it. That was was very good. Those little contained arcs are so fun. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) it was the Adam was our first guest ever, and that was since then we've handled it a little bit differently. Where Adam, it was like. I built an entire narrative around him, but that's a lot of pressure to put on the guest is to be like, you're here, you've got your own problems, you've got this drug lord that you're enemies with, and also this dude is um, basically plotting to ruin your life and uh, use you as a pawn. Yeah. Like I remember Adam was supposed to be on, we were gonna have him on one episode and then it ended up being this whole arc. Yeah. 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 It was like seven hours hours, and then
5: we had to like do a follow up. Which was really
3: fun, but probably a little, like when you ask someone to guest on your podcast and then you're like, hey, can you come two more times? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. like a little bit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's a little more involved. We took many hours of his time.
3: Yeah, we did. If you're listening, I remember one time we were recording. It It was when we were. It was when we were like interviewing Skullis, and I knew that Adam had to work in the morning, and it was like 10 o'clock at night, and it was like we had gotten Murph was like kind of subtly making references that Skullis was fine to die, and so I was like, (laughs) cool. I just fucking kill him. We got to get Adam to work tomorrow morning. (laughs) (laughs) It was
1: especially rude because we told Adam it was a Buffy rewatch podcast. That's right. We only need you for 20 minutes. Man. <laughs> We're just talking about Xander and Willow's Will They Won't You they. just
2: got to watch w- season one through three. <laughs> is there somebody named Niles on that show, too? N- Giles. 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 There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Emily, you want to do your second one?
3: Okay, my next one is actually like a like it's not a serious one. It's not a silly one. Oh. Uh, my next one is when we send the Green Knights to the Feywild.
1: Because
3: uh, we like sing, God. and it's like pretty beautiful.
4: Um,
1: I'm trembling a little bit. Uh, the amulet is in my hand and it's shaking. I put it away for now. Uh, cause I don't think I need it.
3: I don't think it's helpful in this situation. No,
1: no, no, no. We I, don't want to power her. I shed its, I, I, I hide it away. Uh, and then I focus on Pelor without its aid. Okay. Um, and I walk to the center. I get everyone to start swaying, uh, playing an instrument if they want.
3: Ooh, okay. feel like I'm bad at crawfish boil. <laughs>
1: Uh, I get them to start humming. They start saying,
4: Kalu, 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 Oh,
1: great Pelor. <laughs> My people need you. Calais, Calais. It's time for us to go on a trip. Calais, Calais. We've worked hard, Calais, Calais. but there's more work to be done. Calais, Calais, Calais. You are a man of joy, Calais, Calais. a god of delight, Calais, Calais. but most of all, you are Calum. wild and pure. Kale. Take Calum. us to the land where Calum. my people may heal. Kalu. Take Calum. us to the Feywild.
2: Kale. Beautiful. Bev, roll me a religion check with advantage, and give me three <laughs> dice of inspiration. Okay. One from Moonshine. One Woo! from Hard One, and D6? one from Erlen. D six. Yep, D six,
1: babies.
3: Take my D six.
1: That's a uh, 19 on the first roll. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> So nine on the second one. So 19,
3: but then you add your religion.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, So 19 plus uh, my religion, I believe.
3: Three.
1: Three. Okay. 22? Yeah. Four. Nice. Four.
2: What does that bring it up to? 26?
0: I Mm. drop a little more blood.
1: Three. 29. Erlen goes. Before he goes, I grab him and I smooch his face really (laughs) hard. (laughs) Bev and Erlen kiss cool. in the middle.
3: Oh, well, He good. rolls a
1: 5. That's a total
2: of what? You guys got like 34? 34. This was a DC 30 check. Woo! You see vines shoot out from the ship and circle around Bev and Erlin as they kiss in the middle, and it is this beautiful, majestic scene. Moonshine weeps. Vines Moonshine
3: and Papa are weeping. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, you see vines grow around them and flowers sprout up on the vines. And then, hard one, you still have the sword. You're looking through the sword. You see the flower bed that they're around comes to life with blades of grass slithering, uh, then growing into vines and wrapping themselves around the green knights and the green teens. The garden glows green, then takes on a gel-like consistency. I think it's brighter, brighter and brighter as Bev's dad and company are pulled into it. It looks almost like an octopus dragging someone into the ocean. The last thing you see is a face full of green goo as (laughs) Uncle Duck is swallowed down by the flower bed and the green knights and the green teens escape to the Feywild, baby!
4: Feychella, Feychella!
2: Dang, I hope they're okay.
4: (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah, oh. you guys still—that was that was a long time ago, and you still, you guys still haven't met um, up with them yet. No, we've well, been trying. We've been
3: pretty busy. I think you've been throwing some stuff our yeah, way. Yeah, we haven't
2: been in Smuggler's
1: Bounty the whole time. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, mm. even when we were.
1: Yeah, we've got <laughs> treachery
3: lurked around every corner. <laughs>
1: we've got a bulleted list. Yeah, <laughs>
3: that
1: was. I feel like we
2: haven't had a. I guess. I suppose. The Gemma and hard one stuff, before she was brutally murdered. Um, yeah, that was, was probably the last time we got emotional. That last time it was, like, sweet. Yeah. You know, because this is one of the sweeter moments. Certainly, mm-hmm. Maribel had some moments and, and yeah. stuff like that. Frostwind has, pardon the pun, been a little cold.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's been it cold. It has. It's been Although cold for sure. It's been like a survival jaunt, honestly.
5: Listening to this made me super excited for our hopeful... Uh, adventure to the Fey
1: Wild.
3: Yeah.
1: So, uh, oh my gosh, that's just gonna be cool. Yeah. We gotta establish the connection somehow.
3: <laughs> oh yeah. How are? I mean, I got Fairy Fire. Yeah. So I can just cast it, find us some local fairies, some mm-hmm. local fay, and just be like, "Yo, we're trying to get to mm-hmm. Um Do you have
5: any tickets? Yeah. <laughs> it can be for night three. We don't even care. We've
3: all got floral rompers. Mm. We're ready to do this. Fully we'll go
1: the second weekend.
3: <laughs> Fully down
1: to barter. You know, I've got some bottled water. I will perform sex acts. Yeah. Mm.
3: We have an Airbnb in Palm Springs. We have
1: an airship B and B. an over <Uber> with you. <laughs> I'll give you guys a little peek behind
2: the screen huh? when I was planning that session, I was trying to figure out what to do with the Greenites there, because you guys did such a great job saving Bev's dad. You guys, Moonshine had the diplomacy stuff um, where she convinced the king to hold off on doing the execution, have an execution party. How then did you guys, do
3: that? I just made an execution party sound fun. Yeah,
2: you're just like, yeah. we're we'll going to have do it here. We're going to have an That's, execution I mean, brunch. mean, it's a good idea. It goes yeah. with the kid, because the kid was- It was a
3: kid. It was a yeah. kid game. Yeah, and yeah. they
2: were going to have a party already to- um, Induct Merrick High Hill into being the High Septon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
4: oh, yeah. So yeah, you were yeah. like, that "What if we do
2: sense. an execution party?" instead? said, America, which was smart. Hill. He died.
3: Isn't yeah. he the one who? Oh, yeah. Were, that's he's right. the he one murdered. who was framed. He...
2: Yeah.
3: Oh, I thought he was the one who kept like pissing himself, and we were using him to get through. No, that was no,
2: the that... the hand of the king.
4: Ah, uh, yeah.
2: My God, so embarrassing. I can't remember his name right now. We've met a lot of folk. Yeah. You've met a lot of people who have pissed themselves. (laughs) Also that, yeah. Um, But I was trying to figure out, because I didn't want to punish you guys, where it's just like, you guys already saved Bev's dad. Yeah. But it was very clear, just by the way the things were going, that kind of best case scenario is that people escape. The Galateron's kind of already lost once Theala shows up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what is a way for like Bev's dad to get away where it's not just you guys have all these, you know, DM PCs in your party where it's just like, what's up? I guess the green teens and Bev's dad are just hanging out with you. Right. Yeah. Where it's sort of this like bittersweet thing where you guys get to know that you'll meet up with them again someday, but they're gone in the immediate. We're but, all on different journeys yeah, right now. Yeah, well, exactly. yeah,
3: I liked it because it took them out of harm's way, but it didn't necessarily make them safe fully. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it made the it made us be like, Okay, we're gonna have to check on but like there's still something to danger. be resolved, but like we don't have to deal with it. Immediately. Yeah. yeah.
2: With knowing what's amiss at the crick and knowing hard one's parentage, that's probably the biggest mystery of the show right now is wh- what's up with the green teens yeah. and the green knights. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys have any theories of like what's going on in the Faye Wild? I think I mean, they're
5: seeing I think they're seeing Kanye.
2: Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's yeah, yeah. full on
1: Faye I yeah. think
3: uh, Cuddy's doing a surprise show. Oh shit. <laughs>
1: Crush a bit. Little bit. <laughs>
3: I am curious because like we haven't really gotten any like we haven't met too many fey people which would make me think that oh okay like the fey just like aren't involved in this however if I know uh, despotic near gods like they're gonna want to conquer every plane Mm, which would make me think that there's something something's going on there yeah something's a stray in the fey perfect
1: I think we used it for the bay so don't give me too much credit (laughs) Yeah, I wonder if it's like a fully separate encounter. Like, if there is just some sort of like fae court that we're gonna need to deal with, or if like Pelor is involved at all.
3: Yeah, it's like is is the has does Theala have any kind of like um, spies in the fae wild? mm -hmm. Has does she have any helpers there? Is there a general force that's causing everyone to want to consolidate their power and become authoritative? Who knows? Let's go.
1: Yeah, let's, let's open play a right portal. now.
3: Yeah. <laughs> let's play right now. I'm gonna we'll roll
1: cast, a d twenty, and if I get a twenty, then we go to the Feywild right now. We'll
3: mm-hmm. abandon. We'll abandon I, the tundra. I'll cast fairy fire, and yeah. if we see any Fey, I got then an we eight. Go.
5: So oh, okay, yeah, okay. So moonshine doesn't see any Fey. So yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, Bev's dad is dead. Okay, oh,
5: cool. Oh. Yeah. I didn't realize this was all canon. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, <laughs> totally. Sick. By the way, well, Edmund Lorel. I looked at my. Yes, eyes. Ah, Edmund Laurel. Yes,
2: that was. Yeah, I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, covered in piss, but yeah, fine. Yeah, he's covered in Cowards piss. like him always make it through. <laughs> yeah, um, My next moment is a little bit of a serious moment, too, but I think it'll be a little bit more lighthearted. I think this will work out. This is uh, the reveal of Hard One's parentage kind of uh, mid-battle, ooh, which I, I, uh, I liked the kind of dynamics uh, of that. That is Hard One.
5: Uh, cool. I guess... Should I grapple the bear? Try to like uh, I, I, I think like these guys are good guys. I know why I
3: think that we shouldn't I don't think that we should try to kill them. No, I Here's agree.
5: A, I'm going to I want to I want to yell to uh this rat guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to pick up my pickaxe yeah. and say I will fucking tear
2: this ship apart and bring us all down if you don't relax and talk to. I, him. Look, man, I don't know who you are, kid, but gunther ain't stopping for anything. We're yeah. taking this thing into the sky. No, you're not. You want to know who I am? I'm Hard One Shortfoot. Pride of the dwarfinage,
5: bastard of the mountain. I've borne further into Iron Deep than anybody else, and I will tear the fuck
2: out of your ship. This guy takes his eyes off the prize and looks back at you, and he goes, "You said you said you were from a from a dwarfinage." Yeah. <laughs> Holy fucking shit, Gunther! Don't kill him. Don't kill him, all right, we're going up, we're going up. You guys all take off into the sky (laughs) together. Finally, the airship finishes its ascent. Uh, You're now fully in the air. Gunther climbs up the mast and lets down these giant sails that allow the ship to just glide, and uh, the mouse folk walks over to you, hard one. Elias? Elias? That's my my fucking dad. Oh, my lord. You know my father? You like to spin an image of him. Uh, Welcome to the SS Stormborn. I knew there'd be a cool
3: name. Everyone (laughs) told me there wouldn't be a cool name.
5: It's
2: got to be a cool name. This is my
1: parents' ship. This This is your father's ship. Hi, I'm Beverly Togol, the fifth. My dad is in big trouble. I put my,
3: mouth, I put my <laughs> hand over his mouth and say, let hard one have a damn moment. I
1: child. spent my entire
5: life in the mountain. Are you telling me my father spent his in the sky?
2: Kid, your dad was the best captain that I ever worked for. Since he died, we've been trying to get this baby back into the sky. And it's, it's like, the you know I don't I don't believe in a higher power, but the first time she gets back up and and you're here, kid. I haven't seen you since I dropped you off at the dwarfenage. You you brought me to the dwarfenage. I'm your uncle Red, kid. Nice to meet you, and it's nice to meet you guys too. Uh, and this uh, this mouse folk uh, shakes your guys hand.
5: Hard one's just looking out through the front of the airship, seeing all the lights of on twinkling, sparkling. Damn, that Ooh, uh, that still gets me. It yeah. makes me feel so good.
2: I love that you guys kind of pick up on the fact that they're just kind of trying to get away and don't trust you. Mm-hmm. Some D and D parties are just like this NPC's being rude to me. I will kill him and his family.
4: Mm.
5: Yeah, I dude. Two things. One. Thank you for building that story. I think that's like, man, you do a lot of work for uh, for us players. I think it's really beautiful. Oh, thank yeah. you. Uh, to you. Thank you for that music.
2: It's, <laughs> yes, it's one of my favorite songs that Emily does.
5: I mean, like the two of you guys collaborating on all the, sh- the shit that you made me feel. I felt like so in um, when you say you're like the spitting
1: image of them, and then there's silence, and there's like the ship creak. The of the and ship. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Good sound design. That's fucking yeah. good. Yeah. Oh man, I forgot that we started that by trying to sell them drugs. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was like that's
3: like our second time trying to get out, or that was our first time. But then later we also try to get onto a boat by pretending that we We're want drugs. offering
1: drugs, mm-hmm. but well, you did like, sell your drugs yeah. successfully to Bastion. That's oh yeah, that's
5: there you go. Cool. Wow, yeah.
4: I finally yeah. well, I
1: bartered them. Um, completed your quest. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: it's also
5: funny that Beverly was attacked by a bear that <laughs> <laughs> that
4: <Yeah. laughs> almost killed him.
5: Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah,
3: that fucked me. me up. Beverly that interaction like goes, goes I'm like, down to two hit points.
2: <laughs> Gunther just stabs you with his spear and throws yeah. you over. Board. Yeah, sort of like I'm your uncle Red, kid.
1: Bleeding <laughs> like, yeah. on the I, floor. Get a heal. <laughs> wow, what a moment!
2: <laughs> so impactful. <laughs> that was almost. That was also a little bit of a shift for you, Jake. Because that was, what was that? That was only. Uh, that was
3: 14 episodes. 14
2: in. episodes. I know because in. I have yeah. them
3: all rigorously cataloged in my uh, music files. Ah,
2: yeah. But for you, that must have been like one of the first moments where you were just like oh i feel something and it's not funny on yeah. this comedy podcast i'm like i am
5: it's i would there, I, there was like a sense of wonderment just as like from me as jake like i didn't know what to do i was like i was feeling really emotional um so yeah just like i was trying to channel what hard one would be feeling Without just being like, good job, Murph.
1: (laughs) It's hard. You want to like sit with it, but then you like have to keep playing. Yeah. I just like, I wanted to just sit down and be like, damn, dude, that's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. You wanted to be like a bystander at a movie being like, yo,
5: (laughs) throw popcorn at the screen. I don't know if everybody saw this because it was on our Patreon, but you had posted like all of the music that you had written. Uh huh. Um, and the, the track titles for all of them are incredible. There there is the twinkling lights of Galateron, uh a bastard no more. This was my father's ship. Mm. Yeah. They're,
3: oh yeah, I had shared all like yeah, the sh- alts that mm-hmm. I didn't end up using. Goddamn. I think a lot so of them much. ended up making it into later episodes. That's good.
1: Yeah. Cool. Don't waste any of that beauty. Yeah. Great titles.
3: I like to. I always like to like listen for like a turn of phrase. And then use that as a title. Mm. Or just do a dumb pun that's just for myself.
1: Right. <laughs> it's a good combo. Oh, man. Yeah. It's I. It's amazing to think that we didn't have music for the first, like, 12 episodes or so. I know. Because it, like, it makes it so much more impactful. It, yeah. It like, really just mm, sweetens the pot. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah, we have stock music. And I the stock music that I use for the uh, intro... I, I like when that gets to come in during the episode because it feels like the theme is yeah, coming yeah. Yeah. in. It's that. like Star Wars. Yeah, Yeah. Very cool.
0: Hey, everybody. It's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. and your new three month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw.
5: all have auras fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions. Apply. Thank you, everybody. Uh,
2: Jake, what was your second one?
5: Um, It is... It's real selfish because it's also about me, and I'm that's really sorry. Cool, I didn't realize that it was cool. going to be right in a, a real hard one Uh My fast. last one. Uh, it, it's, it's my old Cobb uh, <gasps>
2: 20. That 20? Yeah. Oh, awesome. yeah. It's from episode 19, The Purge. So I'm going to do this in front of the board. Jake, I want you to roll for old Cobb here and oh my God. the knight that was up there. This white knight that was helping you guys, he isn't a full paladin. He's just a dude. He's not even as strong as the captain guy you guys fought. But he is going to try to stabilize Old Cobb. But Ol' Cobb's turn was first. So you need to roll above a 10, a 10 or above, to keep Old Cobb alive. Then you need to roll, this guy has a plus one to wisdom, so you got to get a 9 or higher on the second roll, and Old Cobb will be stabilized. Oh, no. You got this. Not 20. <laughs> not oh, my God! 20.
4: That's our
3: third nat 20 on a death sticking
5: throw.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) Holy shit. Old Cobb goes up to one. Pour some cement on that die. It's
2: Mm, done. This dude doesn't even need to... The the knight doesn't even try to help him. (laughs) Old Cobb just... Something Like his heart just you starts know, beating again. That's,
3: I, but I'm telling you, that's what, when you have an Adirondack chair yeah. at Dead door. You know what door- old Cobb <laughs> did? He
5: watched the sun set from the Adira- Adirondack chair, <laughs> but he stayed through the night and he watched the sun rise again. Not yet.
2: <laughs> Boy, oh my God. Okay, so hard one. <sighs> you wake up pounding headache. <clears throat> you are in a bunk on a moving airship. And you see, sitting next to you in a chair, is an extremely fucked up but conscious old Cobb. And he goes, oh, motherfucker, I never thought you were going to wake up. Oh, Cobb, it's good to see your face, brother. Hard one, you son of a bitch. Pass me that Crick water. (laughs) He gives you some Crick water. And you guys share a drink. Oh, that was man. that's really what the, what solidified the old cob hard one friendship. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We went to battle together. Breaking off in that one moment where the Bev and Moonshine went to Bev's house mm-hmm. to save the family. Yeah. Hard to- <laughs> one tried. Hard just jumps on. a deer in airship by himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, two not...
1: very viable twenties that episode. The <laughs> Werther's <laughs> originals and the, the Death Sabers. A lot of, <laughs> lot of crits. Yeah. I got surprised all over again. Wait,
3: have we said Critz bits yet?
1: Oh, We're always we
3: talking about rich bits and we never what said kritz bits?
1: bits. Let's make a very unpopular shirt. <laughs>
5: next year's next year's uh, favorite moments episode is gonna
2: have me remembering when Emily came up with crits bits. <laughs> <laughs> the new hit bit. And I don't remember if old Cobb had just failed twice or if he rolled a one, but I believe Cobb had Cobb had two death saving throws there. Had two fails. Oh, he had two I think so,
3: yeah.
1: Was this Matthias of House Crit as well?
2: Matthias of House Crit was trying to... Matthias of House Crit is the one who dragged you
1: guys down and put you in the box. Yeah, there we go. Oh, man. Yeah, again, like, I knew what was going to happen. I knew you were going to roll that 20, but, like, hearing it on the episode, I'm like, oh, my God, he did it. He yeah. did it.
4: Yeah. And
5: I had the same exact – I didn't listen to the actual Nat 20 part. I just found the time code at the beginning because I wanted to listen to it raw. Yeah. yeah. It, I had the same
4: exact Relive rush. it. Yeah. I feel
5: like uh, some sad baseball player that's, like, still watching his home run at the end. <laughs> Just that's my a, one great moment uh, Uncle Rico just from Jill comes dynamite. in the
3: room and you're like Jill, Jill you gotta hear this
1: <laughs> listen to this baby <laughs> he was on death's door he was sitting in a Adirondack chair <laughs> press the 15 seconds back button please <laughs> uh
2: should we do your last one? Oh yeah. Uh, after the,
3: at the end, can I give two final uh, honorable mentions? We don't listen. Oh, cool. to them. Yeah, yeah, let's okay. let's
2: talk about some honorable mentions because uh, we'll talk about well, that at the that end because there's one. there's a bunch of ones that uh, I feel like we will be uh, in we will get in trouble for not mentioning. Yeah, or we, I'll yeah. just yes. I'll
3: just be sad to not mention. Yeah,
2: them.
1: certainly. Um, my last one is very obviously uh, me falling from the tower, which was yeah, also
3: what a one to end it on. Perfect. Yeah,
1: also in the Tonathan Tingle episode. That's just another one that. Like made me. I was. I was telling Emily before. This is like the first moment I have ever felt actually scared while playing D <laughs> anD. d It like it pierced through the veil of emotion when this happened. So
3: it started out with a scoop. Yeah. And then it ended with a fall. It
4: Ooh, out. How did oh, it end up like this?
1: Thank you, um, Watchman, sir. For as a as a gift, for for all of your kind words. Can <laughs> to give him a tooth? Would you like a berry? <laughs>
2: Oh
3: my oh god! Oh my god! We might need no,
2: no, no, this. I am running. The out out here. Here. He roll a dexterity saving throw. He knows every. He knows what the berry is. Okay. Roll a dexterity saving throw.
1: Um, I want to use sleight of hand to switch the berry with a marshmallow. He knows everything. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. This was a bad joke. Okay. Dexterity saving throw. I got a two. Oh no. Just
4: remember you spider spider
1: yeah, yeah, 18. 18, All right, 18 plus two. <laughs> okay. 20.
2: Yeah. You are blown to the edge of the tower and are able to hang on, but you're still being blown. Everybody roll initiative to get out of there without this God killing
1: you. Okay. <laughs> Good job, Bev. Um, I have my humor patch. I have to give it a go. 20. Five.
2: 11. Uh, Three. How tall is this tower?
3: We got spider climb. You still got
2: spider, climb? Oh, we still got spider it's, climb. It's tall. You can climb down. When let's go, go, let's go. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. Cool.
4: Damn it, Bev. <laughs> all right, oh, hard one.
2: Oh, you Laura. go first. As you see this god blow Beverly off. Beverly's just hanging on like being tornadoed.
5: Uh, all right, I'm gonna take my axe and swing. <laughs> just kidding, guys. <laughs> 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 let's fight uh, the god. I'm gonna run to the edge of the. Uh, this tower and start to spider climb down, nodding to Bev that he should do the exact same thing. Yep.
2: Hard One just jumps over the edge and starts climbing down. This guy's just like, you guys are pricks. How did you think I would fall for that? I am the great watchman. Uku told you not to be pricks. I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. Uh, that is Moonshine.
3: Okay. Um, Someone toss a can, in
2: his mouth while he's yelling.
3: I can <laughs> I can uh, move I get a movement and an action, right? Yes. Um, I cast healing spirit, my okay. spectral uh, many-nippled papa, okay. and I say, uh, "This is this is a, an apology for what my young friend has done." <laughs> Uh, think of it as an olive branch or rather a spectral possum with many <laughs> nipples, just suckle at it I'm telling you what, it tastes great, it's gonna give you healing this points This
2: is awesome, I won't kill you and <laughs> then I
3: spider. I, be, I begin my okay. spider climb descent. Moonshot descend.
2: starts spider climbing down, that's the god's turn, Beverly give me another dexterity saving throw Okay. I don't have any more, I only have the one
1: I can't help you Oh, that's another three
2: um, Beverly, you are blown off the tower
1: Ha <laughs> huh what's uh what's uh um, what's that owl up to yeah can i yeah I... <laughs>
3: yeah he might need to spare some dying
1: yep this was a lot funnier when uku did it
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: uku just has better comedic timing yeah you know what the I... one thing uku said was to not
5: be a dick <laughs> to <the> god <laughs> All we had to do was, was not fed. be an if asshole to the If you make it God. out of
3: this, I think you're losing your humor path. <laughs>
2: okay. Beverly religion one. Beverly yeah. flies Why? off of the tower, falls several hundred feet onto the ground for... Can I try oh, so and... Many and dice. It's not your turn. You can't do anything. Okay. Seven, 11, <laughs> 14, 20, 21, 31, 33 damage. Okay. What does that put you at? Uh, 10. Okay.
4: Wow. If you get negative is...
2: your HP, you die on impact. <gasps> How many more? I'm going to oh, roll God. another 10d6. Okay. Great. Four. Uh-oh. Eight. 12. Okay. 17. 19. 20. 22. 22. 23, 24 damage. Whew. Okay.
1: Uh. okay. So you're not negative your your max HP. All right. So yeah, uh, my max HP is 43. Um, I so had, you had 10, 33. So yeah,
3: it would be like a negative 12. So you are no. not. So I'm
2: good. Beverly, so the joke was Beverly funny. <laughs> crashes into the ground so You hard. should have died there, really. Yeah. I
3: actually was thinking while listening to that that I was like, Ah, what an innocent time where we could do something like that and not die. Because right now, I feel like we live under the threat. Like, if I make the wrong move in battle, I feel like Murph is going to punish me with the death of my character. You're
1: mean to us, Murph. (laughs) I was definitely... I mean, we were like 12 episodes in by then. Yeah. I should have known better, but like we were still learning a little bit. Yeah, that was that was saved by the mechanics of D&D where uh-huh. I
2: literally, I was like, I've never had anybody fall from like 300 feet. What happens? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think I edited around it, but I definitely went into the book. I was just like, okay, maximum of 20D6. Just-
5: Re-listening, I felt bad that I didn't help you. I think I thought that Bev was like gonna be, like that you, since you were on the edge, yeah, I was you were just gonna, gonna be to able to spider climb like straight down. Uh-huh. Yeah. I didn't I didn't realize that the, God was gonna keep on trying to blow you off. You should not have felt bad for me. But I, <laughs> if I, I, I don't. I guess if I were playing again, I think
2: I would know to help you. But I, yeah. I was, I'm not sure. You rolled bad in the uh, turn order too. Also that. To
1: yeah, and it was just like looking, listening back. I, I forgot number one that I rolled a two <laughs> on my first yeah. dex check, which is great. But it was just, I was real torn up about uh, like Theala having like broken her packed. And it was, like, really making me, like, question that gods in general. Uh, and I just, like, it was just, like, a vengeful teen moment. Uh, oh. I stand by
3: it. Yeah.
1: yeah. I see. I didn't realize that it was a character thing. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just a
3: good... <laughs> I, I thought just, it was just, like, Caldwell goofing <laughs> off.
1: I mean, it was a little bit that. And I was, like, I figured that Murph... <laughs> but it's would, rooted in character. Yeah. I think that also I was, like, Murph's not going to let me do this. And then he <laughs> oh. did. Yeah, it's. I'm glad we went back and killed the god. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah, we went back. that was also yeah. fun, right? There's, yeah. a, there's
2: a line. He's not a great guy. No, he's a. He has no sense of humor. Exactly, yeah. he has no humor patch.
3: Although you don't either, I believe yours <laughs> got promptly. Yeah, I think Moonshot. I think yeah. no, I think it was a Hard One. I feel like I have a distinct memory of Hard One like ripping off. That his is the humor conclusion. Patch. I love yeah,
2: Beverly's yeah. legs shattering on impact, and it just like melted on the ground down there, running over, ripping off his humor patch.
5: Yeah. yeah. Oh God, I remember his legs <laughs> just being bags of blood. Yeah, oh my God, like
3: bags of bones yeah. or something
5: like oh that. Oh my God, I God. And,
2: this, and this, as a
3: healer, I was like. I don't think I can do you're... anything to heal your bones. So here's it was, some hit points. It was a guys. great
2: writing prompt for the next episode. It was like a great way to get you guys to glitter yep. on. I was yeah. like I was like there's no way I can let Beverly just get away with getting cure wounds and being fine. <laughs> yeah. it's just like his skin is healed but they're just
1: swinging back and
4: forth here. You're, uh-huh. you're so
1: welcome, painful. honestly.
2: <gasps>
4: uh,
1: oh, the man. slow dumb education of Beverly Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: More of a miseducation, I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's, you know,
1: like I learned something and I unlearned two things.
3: So my, are we on to honorable mentions? Yeah, let's do some honorable mentions I, that we will to I want to bring but... up one because it had, it was just like two... The thing is, it, it's like probably like a 20 minute streak. And I was like, we're not going to sit here and listen to a 20 minute streak. But I, in my notepad, I wrote it as Maribel's Farewell Abel. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, which is episode 29, starting around like 46 minutes. It goes from like Maribel, like thinking that moonshine is jolene is jolene and like having like a goodbye with jolene and then like taking her into her memories Mm. and then we see from maribel's perspective everything that happened which is beautiful and then on top of that then melora shows up and like that's like a really beautiful moment like heals the earth like that was so beautiful and then it's topped off by this like I remember in the room feeling ecstatic from it, which was like, it ends with like the happiest moment we've ever had in the podcast where it's like, we're like all the animals, like the crick is healed. All the animals come out. We're riding wild stags like back and everyone's like celebrating. And I was like, I was like, I really want to play this, but it is just like kind of like a 20 minute monologue from Murph. And I was like, I don't know if, I was like, everyone should, but I didn't know if Murph would want to sit here for 20 (laughs) minutes and like listen to himself talk. Your,
5: your, um, Hey Melora delivery on Yeah, so so good. good. Hey Melora.
4: Oh God.
1: It's the fact that like, I think you had your back turned and then like, you turned around but you knew that it was Melora.
2: Yeah. You right. knew it was
4: Melora, Melora like, before we did yeah. yeah, she yeah. said, uh,
2: I believe you told me to step it the fuck up. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, hey,
2: Malora.
1: Oh, boy. That's dope.
2: That's also, that whole back and forth between Maribel and uh, Moonshine pretending to be Jolene is probably my favorite moment in the podcast but i think we we're all kind of trying to favor kind of earlier moments cuz yeah, otherwise yeah. we've been playing like but also 15 minute that- serious monologues from like yeah. 5 episodes ago which <laughs> yeah. just, people have heard that recently but you know what? Why don't we end the episode? I will put in a clip at the end. We'll play out you guys celebrating in the crick to kind of celebrate <gasps> oh, the end of the year. That's, that's I'll cool. kind of we'll we'll wrap hey, up the show nice. and we'll do a little fade out into uh, us celebrating at the crick because that was the happiest time in the podcast. Yeah, the yep. that time was we've ever had something was so amiss at the crick and suddenly it wasn't. It was, right. it was like yes. the only
3: time that we just like so innocently cleanly
2: help. Nothing was morally like,
5: grey. The Crick right. Elves are just good guys. Yeah. 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 But like, and like when we left Esri, like the town was blowing up. We yeah. like left so much uh destruction in our wake.
4: When we, when left, we left
3: Smuggler's Galateron. bounty yep. similar. When yeah. we left Galate similar civil
5: fucking war. <laughs> we sort of say it's Beb's dad, but he just escaped. Like <laughs> we all escaped. The, the Crick is like the one time where like we vanquished the villain. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and we like that,
3: left on good terms. Yeah. it's
5: our only true W. Even yeah. Frost, the sad when thing, we had
3: to like escape.
5: Yeah, yeah. We're always just like sort of winning and running away. <laughs> but the tough thing about the Crick is that we we beat the villain, but it was not like a true like it was Maribel, and yeah. she didn't really deserve to be vanquished. But That's we true. Like, but yeah. we gave her
2: that like her final yeah, rats. she got carried yeah. off by Melora at the end, so mm-hmm. she was yeah. a demon who lived in hell for hundreds of years, but yeah. instead, uh you know, got to have a peaceful death. yeah, also one of my favorite moments. I love the scene that you and I got to do together, Emily, where um she when she, she told you that she might be your mom, yeah, yeah. that that mushroom thing that was tense. I
3: still yeah. don't know if she's my mom or not yeah, you never
2: you never found out for sure. Um, you know what? Oh, I
3: right, think sorry. last episode of this entire, like series. Of this no. of uh It'll I'm be, gonna find out. No, maybe. you should like
1: find out, but we don't play it. It's like you're Ooh. in a room and the door closes right as
3: you Oh you're out. right, yeah. I'm like, so is Maribel my mom?
1: And then we don't the see it. music the comes yeah. in.
2: Don't stop. <laughs> Just movie. see like a glitter in Moonshine's eye. <laughs> and it's soprano style. <laughs> Everyone hate tweets me. <laughs> cool, guys. Let's wrap it up. We'll play the Crick ending at the end of this to uh, send us in the new year with good vibes. Yeah. And let us know what your favorite moments oh, were. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, cool, guys. Um Check out Me and Emily on Netflix, uh, the show Hot Date. It's our sketch show.
3: Also, uh, Adam runs everything. Adam oh, yeah. runs everything. we talked about Adam a lot on this. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, check out Hey You Up. It's our satirical relationship advice book. Get it on Amazon or Audible. Check us out on Fantasy High, a d play show with a bunch of our friends from College Humor on
1: uh, College Humor streaming service Dropout. You guys have things to plug. Yeah. Um, I am having trouble with the timing, but I'm pretty sure that Big City Greens will be coming back uh, in the new year year so get excited about that also you can like watch the entire show on like itunes or amazon uh if you missed it uh but yeah the second season and the 1.5 that we're doing are really good i'm very excited for people to get to see it check it out yeah and fuck it, beard oil on
3: that yes, I was hoping I was gonna make a reference to
5: it. <laughs> oh, I sh- yeah, it shaved my beard a few weeks ago because I wanted to try out a mustache, but
1: uh-huh, I'm growing my beard again, cream. guys.
5: Yeah.
3: You know what? It is gonna be the new year. People are gonna wanna, like, if you want, maybe your new year's resolution is to keep your beard lustrous.
5: Mm-hmm. New year, yeah. new you. Start fresh. Mm-hmm. If you got an itchy face, Put the soil in it,
2: <laughs> and uh, uh, lonely and horny. Oh, it's
5: co.com. Yeah, so that's what it is. Brothersisterco
2: uh, and lonely and horny.
5: Lonely and horny. You could watch all of our dropout stuff. Uh, if you go to sign slash nadpod.
2: That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and guys, you can go over to the Patreon, uh, Patreon dot slash nadpod and listen to. We usually do a short rest after show, but um, we'll do some kind of bonus episode that's on the Patreon right now. I'm sure. We'll yeah, talk about more of our favorite
4: we'll moments. We'll talk about <laughs> more of our favorite moments, baby.
2: We'll figure it out mm-hmm. there's something over on the patreon check it out guys and follow okay. us on twitter yeah. uh at chmurf is me at caldy is caldwell at the expert is emily at jake her is jake and tweet about the show using hashtag nadpod that's n-a-d-d-p-o-d
4: we are we are the youth of the nation we are we
2: are the youth of the nation you guys snap out of the in-between world, and you're back where you were. Only the I've... giant mushroom dome is gone. Moonshine, this looks like the living wood that you grew up near. Woo. The landscape Ladies is green. and gentlemen,
3: the living could became the living wood. Woo. I turned to Bev, and I kind of gloat about the fact that I met my god.
1: Okay, well. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty cool, that huh, was... young Bev? She's pretty great. Yeah. I feel like if I could have two gods... Definitely pick yours. Is my number two. I can, you know, I got a lot
2: of dads. Why not a lot of gods? Yeah, you guys come back. The landscape is all green. The trees have all come back to life, and you can hear the babbling sounds of the crick. Oh. The crick is back, baby. Your guys' yeah, crick rot is gone. Roof. You guys feel feel healthy. You suddenly see movement in the trees as half of the forest of the living wood starts running towards you. Oh no! And you guys see, oh, you guys see, green shade is like, dudes. You fucking did it! Oh, you yeah. see all the ants are like hey, you're like, right. you fucking did it! You see all the ants run over. Like they the it's about to drop. They scoop you guys. <laughs> There's scoops all around. Scoops. They pick you guys up. The ants start running with you guys, carrying you guys over their shoulders like Woo. you just won the goddamn oh. Super Bowl. Uh, you run through the forest, now alive with plant and animal life. You see birds shooting down from the sky and flying alongside you as the tree ants run you back to the creek. No, I try this to
0: this is the creek I was telling you all about.
4: This, this is, is even nicer creek. than I thought. <laughs> yeah. I know.
2: I like the old creek, too. I know. <laughs> yeah, you see Luna uh, like looks around and she goes, oh, fuck it. Uh, and you see she turns into a full wolf. Oh oh Right. Be who you are, baby.
3: Ooh, Luna. Oh, Luna. Yeah, Luna, did you meet that goddess, huh? Maybe Fiala ain't the only one.
2: Moonshot, as you say that, Luna turns back into a werewolf, uh, and she kind of just looks off pensively and says, I've certainly got a lot to fucking think about.
3: It doesn't matter. Uh, I get on a stag. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Moonshine hops down from the tree and starts riding a stag bearback. Yeah, bearback! As you guys approach the creek, you see the entire community, all <laughs> of these healthy creek elves yes. rushing Woo! into the forest to try to find you guys. Oh, it's so many vicious Vs. <laughs> you see the Ents begin picking them up and tossing them up in the air like babies. <laughs> all these creek elves are surrounding you guys. The young'uns run over to Beverly,
1: Fire daddy, you did it! Oh you did it! My beautiful cricketeers! We done did it! <laughs> the <cricketeers, laughs> boogly, boogly, boogly. <laughs> they jump all over Beverly. Woo-hoo. You
2: forgot your crick ears!
1: They start bending oh, your
2: ears back oh. in that You see, Mama runs out and hops into Hard One's arms. Oh, my, my champion!
5: <laughs> I I bow so deeply. <laughs> I fight for your honor. <laughs> I fight for your crick. Mama, my queen.
2: You bow to no possum, and she bows to you.
5: Oh, I put my forehead against hers, and I huff some crick water.
2: <laughs> uh, you see amongst all of the cricks going crazy celebrating. Uh, you also see the chosen guys. They're like the bad guys at the end of an 80s ski movie. But Brother obviously be like, damn. She, like, throws a fist. Uh, And Meemaw rushes over to you, Moonshine. Meemaw, And she hugs you.
3: I check her her for her soft
2: spots, making sure her crick rot's gone. I got no no soft spots, Moonshine. You ain't hiding no
3: scabs from me. I ain't hiding no scabs. Oh! uh, I kind of made peace with Maribel on your behalf. She thought I was you, and I just told her I loved her, and she didn't mean to. She kind of got hoodwinked. We'll talk about it all over a hot, <laughs> a hot pot of hot gazpacho.
4: Sounds like a good
2: story. <laughs>
4: I love creek <great> food. <laughs> Let's
2: put some crawfish on the boil, y'all. Save the brown for daddy.
1: <laughs> Do I have enough fire left to fire up the grill?
2: <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not?
1: <laughs> you,
2: uh, Beverly, fires up the grill. There's a big celebration. Plenty of brown to go around. Nice. It's the end of the show, everybody, and that means we need to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders, and by we, I mean me, because it's just me this week, guys, but that's cool because I'm bringing the energy and the enthusiasm, starting with Brad D., the only pebble pot that isn't Craven. Brad promised Denny that this year he'd teach him how to go from Craven to Braven and has hidden several jump scares and booby traps in Denny's mansion. Loma, 72 aka Steelbreaker, Hard One's Spiration. let it be known that as of six. 6 a.m. on December 26th, Steelbreaker has already burned off all the sticky buns they ate over Christmas. Dylan B., a sword wielding wizard who accidentally invented blade singing. By spinning the blades quickly, Dylan can do a badass whistling rendition of Old Lang Syne. The only problem is that no one can get close enough to kiss Dylan while they're playing. Always the blades made, never the blade bride, eh, Dylan? Danny P, Bohemia's resident artist, painted One senior portrait at the Dwarfinage. Danny wants to get more into mural work this year, so if you're a Bohemian brand that wants to paint your product's logo on the side of a mountain for some reason, Danny's your man. Tom P, father of the realm and serenader of sleeping babies. This year, Tom resolves to master the art of serenading both babies, toddlers and tweens, a.k.a. the caretaker's triple crown. Spencer Caskbrew, patron elder of libations, ale maker to gods and heroes of Bohemia alike, makes a mold crick Water that is perfect for getting you beyond fucked up round the Christmas bush. Griffin SD, aka The Stranger, the Silver Dragonborn Eldritch Knight, and ex owner of the Badger's Pint Inn and Tavern. Griffin has decided not to let 28 get them down and has decided to challenge the invading orange theory by opening a rival fitness chain called Silver Hypothesis. Beardman Dan, despite having Bahumi's longest beard, Dan has pledged that this will be the year that his beard becomes an entire plane of existence in and of itself. Scott D, a lich who draws power from the failed resolutions of others. They spend most of January handing out honey-baked hams to people on treadmills. Aaron C, a traveling gnome salesman who has resolved to stop swindling crick folk, or at least stop selling them arcane. That's just beach sand and food coloring. Tee-hee. Hermes W., the Bat King. This year, Her- Hermes promised the Bat Kingdom that he would beef up their social services in a program he's calling a bug in every mouth and also several more bugs in every garage. RJW and Esri Noble, who resolved to go outside of their bubble and experience other bigger bubbles like Abergaladaron and Gladehome. Spartus, a fearsome gladiator who has pledged to never fight professionally ever again. From now on, they're going to get back to their passion, killing for sport adam r the r-rated assassin this year adam resolves to push their skills to the limit by learning the salacious and forbidden killing art known only as nc-17 cassandra mhp aka cassandra max hp cassandra's resolution is to share some of her hp with weak bartenders and kobolds so that they don't get totally womped by roving gangs of murder hobos in the coming campaign this year Danielle the Dastardly Dame. In 2019, Danielle plans on adding two to three more Ds to her, to her alliterative name. Currently, she's considering either Danielle the Devilish and Dastardly Dragon-Destroying Dame or Danielle the Dastardly dolphin defiling dame damn. Q.C. aka Haldor Frostback, MVP of the Giant Wars, screwed in the SS Stormborn, and fought alongside Elias in Red. Haldor's resolution is to try and wear a shirt while in public, or failing that, at least keep his nipples covered. Manny the Mundane, accidental deity who got in the way of a lich's spell to reach divinity. When you're having trouble coming up with a New Year's resolution that you think you can actually keep, but then you remember you're gonna give up regular coke but not diet coke, that's Manny wishing you a deliciously crisp and and refreshing new year. Daniel Yu, aka Multifor, the many-faced magician, Daniel vowed to stop using their multiple faces to go on multiple first dates with the same person on Tinder as a goof. Good luck, Daniel. Jordan DJ, legendary DJ of the realm. Jordan resolves to craft a beat so sick in 2019 that said and Theala drop their weapons and just lose themselves in dance. Jeffrey S., Lord of the Fjord, born of the sword and secretly highborn? Jeff is the runaway older brother of the boy king and the true heir to Galateron. Will he return someday to take his rightful place and rule? Probably not, because Theala's there. Cutter W., a high elf dandy turned crick, a architect. Cutter resolves to put more brown leaves into his 401k this year, at the crick at the crick, that's just a barrel. Lex Sketch, the escape artist. Lex covers themselves in butter anytime they leave the house just in case they might need to escape that evening, and that's why they're so good. John S., aka Schubert the Mushroom. Schubert resolves to have a more open mind this year. Except about the goat men. Those guys are weird. Ryan M, aka Hard One's Ram. Ryan's New Year's resolution is to survive. Uh, oh no. Oh no, what's that over the hill? It's a pack of gnolls and they have bows. Run, Ryan, run. Elena C., Elena bought a fresh spellbook for 2019, even though her 2018 spellbook wasn't full yet, but I won't tell. Andrew M., trained the Krag to be one of the fiercest knights in the Galateron army, though the Krag did eventually lose to a boy, so that's kind of on Andrew. Michael McD., head mixologist at the Blue Mana Inn. The Blue Mana Inn is filling up with New Year's reservations, so you'd better call ASAP. There will be tapas and Juan and stunk. Bug will be performing jazz. Victor T, Balnor's boy, whose loving dad was ripped from his family and transported to another world. Victor had a tough time without Balnor around for the holidays, especially with Europe at war. Henry A, the cat burglar, but it's not what you're thinking. Henry is a giant orc who steals tabaxi children from their homes. Justin I, the smartest guy at the Crick, that's right, he has a plus one to intelligence. Caleb Storm the first, fun fact, actually Hard One's grandpa, Hard One's parents hyphenated when Elias Storm met lydia bourne clayton m a claymation dalmatian clayton gets a lot of work around the holidays what with all the claymation christmas specials so clayton is looking forward to kicking back and enjoying a little time with his claymation human owner dennis the professional the only lawyer to successfully beat pawpaw in litigation considered representing the crick in the crick v cooter but knew pawpaw's chippermunk shit defense was airtight Jacob C., one of Cooter's 17 children, and somehow also his cousin? Elena M., a legendary Crickitch player, that's Crick Quidditch, where you roll around in the mud with a broom and try to sweep possum turds into tree holes. Gone Off has gone off into hiding, was an investor in Professor Duddle's lab, and fled when the lab exploded and the bubble police came sniffing around. Mick Pucks, the Codemaster who created our amazing website, also helped create Arcane, which isn't cool. Earl and Kathleen. L two possums who are in love and gave each other rabies, which is how you get married in the possum community. Dylan M, a talented executioner who kills people with a broadsword clenched firmly between their butt cheeks. Sometimes Dylan farts and the sword is expelled from his buttocks, but overall Dylan does a pretty good job. Jibe G can do more pull-ups than Hard One, but to be fair, Jibe G is a crab person with giant arms and tiny legs, so they're kind of built for it. Corbin A, the only designer in Bohemia who can rival Renee, can create a fitted suit so flattering it'll make bastion look like old Cobb. atlas storm reaper a rival of hard one's father who captained a regular ship so hard one's dad was always just flying away from him anytime they had a scuffle jostrich a jovial ostrich the only talking ostrich at the crick, though nobody knows why because those people don't ask a lot of questions el Drake, a.k.a the draggornaut the most fearsome nanorfly breeder in all of Bohomia. cameron c a gnome who purposely caused the giant wars by stealing a big coin from the frost giants and telling them that that the humans did it pjw aka Charo arcadius a tiefling warlock whose barbed tail is a fierce weapon and weirdly enough a generous lover damiel r ram daniel's evil twin who runs backwards flies instead of falling into holes and for some reason is weirdly in a mini golf josh s aka josh scoop an expert scooper who no joke once scooped an ogre Dom R., a Bohemian detective like Sherlock Holmes, only he's all steampunked out with like a cool mechanical eyepiece and a cane gun. It's freaking rad. Nicholas R. visits the Frostwind Dwarfenage every Sunday to bully the kids. Jennifer V, a carrot person. Jennifer has the stats of a myocnid, but with more vitamin A. Matt H was actually in a relationship with Gemma before she went off to marry the Pale Prince, so Matt arguably has more reason to be upset than Hard One. Jacob J, Durland's cool older brother who lets him use his BB gun. Destin C, wielder of a cursed blade that doesn't have any physical effects, but is just really annoying. The sword spoils movies and snores at night. Devin B., boxing champion of Galateron, who once faced Galad Rosell and agreed to a no-punching-in-the-face rule so Galad could protect his beautiful mug. Devin then proceeded to pound that dude in the liver. Michael L. lives in the elemental chaos, just likes being alone in a cozy cave listening to the rainfall and the earthquakes and the volcanoes exploding. Sam H., a giant giant who makes normal giants look like regular humans. Sam uses Mount Forge as a pillow and giant crags as footrests. Kelvin Noodles, vowing to cut out carbs in the new year. Kelvin is buying himself a Zoodler and taking the new name of Kelvin Zoodles. Christian H, a.k.a. Sergio Salazar Solomon's Aquarius de Silvia, seventh of his name, a sexy Peruvian snake folk with sweet snake patterns on his skin, Sergio's resolution is to embrace his snake heritage and have his tongue forked in 2019. Max L, a level 20 bard who knows every Dave Matthews song on the violin and is making a point this year to forget them. Trey Lay, the cray-fay who doesn't care what people say and has no resolution today, yay! Evan K, a.k.a. Malvo Dunst star malvo is a late sleeper and has never seen the morning star they're named for in 2019 malvo will become a morning person grace h the graceful ace an airship pilot who has traveled all through bohemia and this year grace will be the first pilot in space she's founding Bohemia's space program BASA. Aaron G., a traveling gnome salesperson who aspires to make an honest living in the new year and stop ripping people off and trapping them in gems. Eric B., a very short wizard with a very tall hat. No one knows Eric's true height, but this year they will reveal their secret. Eric has a very long, pointy head. Jory S, a Dwarfin who dug higher into Iron Deep than any Dwarf before them, and this year they will dig further to the east and west. It's very easy because most Dwarfs just dig down, but Jory is stacking records and does not care. John W. G., wielder of a broadsword, so broad it's basically a shield, plans to add to said sword in the new year, making it so broad it basically becomes a wall and completely unwieldable. Alucard, a barbarian so strong that if they attain their 2019 goal of getting even a tiny bit stronger, they will become a full barbarian god. Andrew R., a rat folk whose resolution is to stop being fooled by mousetraps. Andrew's got a job. He can just buy the cheese. Baby Doc, the sweetest, cutest toddler doctor who is resolving to get their PhD in art history so they'll have one pointless doctorate. Andrew A., a fire giant whose New Year's goal is to open literally the hottest nightclub in the frigid north. Adam H., newly installed as the Bullywug King, isn't totally interested, but Adam's New Year's resolution is all about saying yes to things, so he's going to give it six months. Kyle McHugh, a heroic ram currently leading the band of boobs, abandoned rams through the tundra. Kyle's always resolved to never let anyone, anyone die on his watch, and Kyle won't let any of the Rams give up the ghost on their watch. Colin G, an Iron Dwarf, whose only resolution this year is to have a real feeling. Ryan, Hard One's Ram, who is thriving on their way out of the frigid north. This sprightly Ram is absolutely Faychella-bound. Big Buck, the prized deer from the Big Buck Hunter game, who has never been shot and whose only resolution this year is to keep making hunters miss by hitting cows. And that's all for this week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to the Patreon. We're going to have a Trinnyvale short rest uh, available for you to listen to there. We'll be back next week with another campaign episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a happy new year. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum podcast.